Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. It's time for Light and Energy with your host, psychic medium Ed. Ed Carlton is an empath, a healer, a psychic, and a medium. We are about to connect with spirit through angels and spirit guides. We all have situations in life that happen that may throw us off balance. Spirit wants to help. That is where Psychic Medium Ed comes in. He has extensive research, training, classes, and seminars through many places, including his certification at Delphi University. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. Want to jump the long list of callers and get your call today? For only $11, we take your call. Simply submit your payment at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and message Claudia Pareco on Facebook or in our chat room and let her know you have submitted your payment along with the number you're calling from. Though Ed has given thousands of readings over the years, he is still amazed every day of his life that the information comes to him with such exceptional clarity and that his readings are filled with defining, personal details connected to existing or upcoming situations, events, or people for the client. Join Light and Energy with your host, Ed Carlton, the last Friday of each month at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. For mentorship or private readings, please contact Ed directly at www.psychicmediumed.com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to see view and listen to all our shows. For more information, visit cview1111.net and look on their monthly shows. Now, think of your question and get ready to get clarity and empowerment to make better life choices and understand the energies working around you. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. So the last Friday of every month is one of my favorite time of the month because it's Psychic Friday and it's when we have Psychic Medium Ed. This is such a fun hour to have Ed Carlton with us, which is a fabulous psychic. You will listen to him and you will be in awe as we are. But not only that, he is also a healer, an energy healer, and more things. Like every day we find out more skills and more um, magic powers, so so to say, um, about Ed. You can always go to his website, psychicmediumed.com, to find out his events, his services, the team members that are with him that work alongside. And always, I, we recommend a one-on-one conversation with Ed because there's so much you can gain on about that, especially this time. So every time we start our show today, let's bring Ed to the conversation. So every time we start the show, your show, Ed, this year, we have started with, oh, my God, things are changing. Oh, my God, everything is different. Uh, nothing is like before. Something new happened. So this 
has been a, this year 2020 has been a year of the unexpected. Every time, every day we wake up to something new. And you know what, Ed? I'm glad to see that even though at times it feels like the earth is moving under our, under our feet, we have adapt. We change, we shift, we're doing okay. What do you think about that? <laughs> yes, very much so. Hello, everybody, and hello, Claudia. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I completely agree with you. And, you know, during my morning meditations, um, I always put everybody that I'm seeing today and I put everybody in my heart in my morning meditation and prayers. And so um, I love that we're talking about this today, but I want to put a little different spin on this today. So to, um, this week, especially, um, you know, the calendar week or, you know, from Tuesday to Tuesday is going to be a very interesting week. But um, I want to take us out of this element for just one second and go to a bigger spectrum a little bit. Um, let's take us out of 2020 and especially out of this week, you know, out of Halloween and out of um, if you're in the U.S., out of the U.S. and the elections and everything, and just kind of take us back because this is a very special time for us and a lot of change, and change can be very difficult. But on a higher spectrum, um, this is no different than any other time or any other year or anything else. And so let's just talk about us for a second. Um, this is a wonderful time for us to do what we call in the spiritual work shadow work. And when I first heard of shadow work a long time ago, um, just the name makes us very spooky. And I want to talk about this because it is tomorrow is Halloween. And we always talk about um, some different aspects of Halloween, you know, ghosts and goblins and the, the spooky part or, you know, the... Um, the holiday, the pagan holidays, or anything that we want to talk about. But what we talk about really is um, a little bit more of the spookiness, the shadows, or, you know, the things that go bump in the night. And so um, now we're going to talk about our internal shadow work. And what that really means is the things that we have hidden in us, you know, our inner demons, so to speak, the things that we don't let other people see. Um, Buddhists have a wonderful saying that there, we have three faces the ones that we present to the public, um, the one that we show our, our family and our closest friends, and the ones that we don't let anyone else see. And these are the ones that we want to really face. We all have our own personal dark secrets that we don't really share anyone, um, or we don't express our feelings or our thoughts. And these are the ones that we lock up very close. And this is what we call our shadow. Um, why are we ashamed of these certain things? These are the reasons that we hold them so deeply and they become our own personal secrets and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, and But we hold them so secretly that, you know, we hold them in the dark place and that's why we call it. And, we, and they mold a lot of our personality. Um, but they're really nothing to be ashamed of. We need to put light into them. And this, what, this is what we chart as our human aspect. This is what we make as judgment of good and bad, um, of light and dark. And there is no reason for that. And as we start to incorporate that or understand why we have judged that part of us being bad or good, um, we can mold this and understand that there is nothing to be ashamed of. And if we 
don't cage this particular part of us, um, then it never becomes a wild animal. It becomes something that is not so scary or something to be shadowed about. And then we don't hold judgment on ourselves and we don't hold judgment on others. And when we don't do that, then we don't separate ourselves from other people and we don't separate ourselves from the world and from the other country. And the reason I'm talking about this right now is because this week right now, we have a tendency to hold judgment on others. Um, This is a very stressful and anxious time this time this week. We all have views and points that are so important to ourselves. And sometimes our views are wonderful, but it does not change the views of other people and it does not degrade they feel is important to them. And what we can't, what we can't do is make our point of view their point of view. They have certain reasons and we have certain reasons. And that's just as important. And we can't hold judgment on them. This time, as important as government is in this world, um, it is also, um, it can hold us to separate as a group. And remember, we are all galactic citizens. And right now, the world can be very divided, especially in the U.S. You know, whether we're Democrat, whether we're Republican, we're all galactic citizens. And we're going to be divided. And somebody in, is, it's designed for somebody to lose and somebody to win. It doesn't make us better. It doesn't make us right. It doesn't make us wrong. It makes us all human. And it makes us all happy or in pain. And so let's all just come together and realize that um, our point of view um, is part of our shadow. And if we have such a strong point of view, we're not listening to other people. And our point of view, if it's so strong, we have to ask ourselves, what are we hiding that it is that important? And so let's open up our hearts and you can keep your point of view and you can honor it. And if it's important to you, that's great. But let's not close our heart to other people. Let's be open and let's be loving. And the anxiety, I felt it this week so intensely. And, it's, you know, um, by Tuesday, I guarantee I'm going to be locking myself in my house, you know, after I vote, you know, because voting is important. I have to seek my own truth. But, you know, um, the stress and intensity can be very, very intense. So make sure you are grounding yourself, getting in nature. And it's cold in certain areas, so we can't necessarily take our shoes off and put our feet in our grass, but we can, you know, sit by a nice fireplace or we can, you know, snuggle with our pets because our pets, our pets are very grounding. You know, having nice herbal tea or, you know, sitting in a nice hot tub or a salt bath. These are all very grounding techniques. You know, watering our plants, talking to our plants, you know, eating nice fruits and vegetables are also very grounding. And this is very, very important to us. You know, and try not to get caught up in the hype. You know, when you find yourself stressing out, um, a nice affirmation is, you know, recognizing this is not mine. I release this energy. This is not mine. And just keep saying it until you feel your body just starting to relax. And so this is very, very important for us. You know, um, we're finding with the retrograde 
at, at this intense time as well, we're finding that uh, I, I started with the shadow as well because we're finding that, you know, in the group of readings that I have been doing, um, we're finding that a lot, oh, this is a harsh word, but deceit. People are not being as honest in relationships. And so, you know, a lot of things in your own personal relationships, whether it's friendships or relationships are coming up, people are seeing, um, you're seeing other people's shadow and questioning if it is the right person for you. So I'm, uh, I'm predicting this radio show is going to be a lot about, you know, relationships, you know. Um, so, you know, um, it will be an interesting reading to this week. So, you know, hold tight and we will get through this retrograde and we will get through this couple next couple of weeks because, you know, at the end of November, um, it's time to start working with abundance and being grateful for what we have. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Thank you, Edna, but it's, it's needed, and, and you're right. This is the time to work with that. So let's see what we, we bring with our um, guest today. So let's start in Alabama. Let's go with Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you? I am well. Thank you, Ed, for taking my call. How are you doing? Wonderful. It's wonderful to hear from you. Thank you so much. Um, my question um, is, uh, it's about relationships. That's like you said. <laughs> I'll start it <laughs> off. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be a good I'm, psychic if I couldn't predict that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I was in a relationship with Reginald um, two and a half years ago. And um, since then, off and on, he will contact me through, mostly through text. And um, mostly I will not answer that because I am um, moving forward. I have been moving forward from that relationship. But two days ago, he contacted me, and he said, um, by text, I am so sorry. And I want to know, is he genuinely sorry this time, and why, and, and what is it that he wants from me? That's a wonderful question. Um, and I'm, I, I feel this deeply, you know, because I do feel that he is sorry. So there's a couple things that are happening with this. You know, um, he had... He, this man cares about you, but he hasn't taken this relationship, I'm going to say relationship, as seriously as you have, okay? Um, he hasn't been honest or truthful. You haven't been the only person. So, you know, he has, ta he has treated this as more of a dating, you know, and not a, um, a serious or monogamous relationship, okay? You know, um, so it hasn't been a full commitment for him. So it has been kind of very off and on, you know, let's see how this goes for a little bit, ebb and flow for him, okay? And, and he's recognized this, but he's also recognized that, you know, that he has missed out on something that is good, and, and he's recognized that. This man has recently been hurt, and so he's, it also made, it has made you look, and the, what he had with you look very good, so um, he has recognized that, and so this is why he is um, he is validating 
um, what the two of you guys have had. So, so I believe this apology is honest and truthful. Okay. And so appreciate that. Um, however, um, you were a little more serious than this man was. And there is a very strong connection between the two of you guys. Um, but I will, and this is where the but is, okay, the warning. Um, this man will, you know, this feels like a very pattern for him. Um, this is, is very difficult for this man to, I'm not going to say monogamous, but um, become very serious in relationship. Yeah, he seems to flip from one relationship to another uh, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I describe his energy as this man always seems there's always something greener, mm-hmm. you know. And so that is a, a big cautionary for you if you choose to go back. And I will be honest with you, it feels like you are always drawn back to him. And, and you get upset at yourself for doing that. And do so you... you you know, I, I wouldn't get upset because you are drawn to him for a reason, you know, like there's something more, there's something more, you know, and sometimes we just have to, as frustrating as it is, sometimes we just have to know the full story, you know, um, and I, I do feel like you are going to um, connect with him again, but I will warn you, uh, be cautious with your heart because it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Now you do have um, you you do you do have free will. So you know, um, I know your mind says I should not see him, but your heart's saying I, I think I'm going to contact him, and you're having that internal struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been um, two and a half years since uh, we ended. Uh, since I ended the five-year relationship and all of the things that you have just talked about um, is the reason why I ended the relationship with him. Um, but he he seems to, you know, go away for about three or four months and then he's texting and um, that's when I think, oh, yeah, okay, he's gone for good and here he comes. And I do, I fight to just keep moving forward. Um, it seems just endless. I've never been in a relationship where things have ended and here it is two and a year and a half years or almost three years later that the person is still reaching out to me. It's almost like he let me get only so far and then he wants to remind me that, hey, I'm still here. And he'll do it in these words, um, you know, um, that he can reach me with expressing how much he loves me and how much he's going to keep me um, in his heart close and how he's been crying or it's just, um, and I and I just fight um, mostly to not see him or see him and um, it's almost like running. <laughs> it's almost like well, running, well, running, running. Whether we realize it or not, we're energetic beings before we're physical beings. And so we have this energetic connection. And right when you are energetically ready to move forward with another relationship and you feel fully healed, he energetically or intuitively realizes it and feels it, and he calls you right back. And it sets your own pace back. And so right when you're ready to move forward and and have a healthy relationship – 
he reels you right back in and it takes you more time to recover again. Yes. And that's and you're right. And that's without physically dealing with him. Everything is in the realm with him. And and I almost think that he you know, at times I would think, Oh my God, he's he blocked me because I do meet hey. other dates and it's just unreal to me how I connect with other people, but we don't seem to take off the way I would like because, again, it's just like you say, comes again, right during yeah. the time I'm ready to connect. Yeah, he's your he's your kryptonite. He's your addiction, and so as long as you continue to go, you know, back to him. Um, you will never have a healthy relationship. And so this is where it goes to you in your karma and you breaking your own pattern uh, and your own self and your own self love. Do I want a healthy relationship? And if I do, you know, um, you have to choose yourself before you choose him. Thank you, Patricia. And you know, Ed, it's just what you spoke of before is now the energies that we are dealing with is, the exact opportunity that we all um, need to go deeper in understanding ourselves and why we are trapped in some relationships or some blockages. So it's a great time to heal if we want to. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish you the best, Anna Patricia. And thank you for calling. Thank you. So now we're going to go to New York. Let's bring our friend Tim to the show. Hello, Tim. Hello. How are you? What can we do for you? Oh, I'm pretty good, pretty good. Uh, well, I'm not calling about relationships, uh, but I guess we always can at one point. But I was calling you right <laughs> We spoke a little while ago. The abundance that I'm trying to uh, bring in, well, I'm trying to do something I'm working on bringing in. Do you have any tips from spirit or messages? I've been uh, meditating at night. Sending out intentions, asking my guides for help. I'm going to start in the morning as well. Uh, I don't know. It's strange times, so I just try to not watch the news, but it's almost impossible. But I do know that affects me, you know, the state of the world, things like that. So I'm trying to block that out and focus on bringing some new things in. I love that, you know, and, and I remember you a couple of months ago calling in, and so I, I'm glad to hear from you. And, and I'd I like to, you know, I, it's funny because I never remember readings, but I remember people and I remember energy very well. So, you know, I can sense the energy of you being a little lighter. And so I could tell even this couple of months of you um, doing what I call your spiritual work, your body, your energetic body feeling a lot lighter. And so I like that. I'm the same way. I can only watch the news very, very few. And my family members fill me in. So, and that's enough for me, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so I like to keep my energetic body very light too. So, you know, um, I can feel the shift in the, in the world and, and that, that's good enough. And so I, I feel the same way with you. So, you know, I like that you can um, set your intentions and fill your own energetic body with a, that light energy. So setting those positive affirmations and those intentions really well. And so um, I, I have to say, 
and this is going to be something that I'm going to ask you a little bit because this is not um, necessarily a reading, and this is going to be more guidance for you. Okay, is that okay? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, so you've been working with your spirit guides for quite a while. Is that correct? I've been attempting to. But I think I am. Well, okay. I'm, I'm sure they're here. And it feels like to... that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like that. Um, and it. And, and I'm going to, the reason I'm asking that, it feels like it's more of a um, unconscious and subconscious. And what I mean by that is you can sense the things and you can sense things in the, in the room. You can feel the energy shift. You can feel, you know, maybe your body relaxing a little bit. You can feel a little bit of coldness and the, the change in the room. Very clear sentience is what I call it, you know. But you you know, and maybe you're going to get a little bit of what I call hits or patterns of, okay, I think this is a male, you know, um, um, but you don't necessarily know what they look like fully or what their names are. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, good. Um, so this is where I, that's where I say this is more guidance. And so um, what I would like for you, and this is just for you, this is something that, you know, my mentors, my mentors taught me, is try to go into kind of a, a meditation and try and do it with a piece of paper or uh, recording it. If you can talk during your meditations, that's wonderful too. And just kind of say, I would like to meet a spirit guide. And it might have to do it more than once. And just kind of say open and close, you know, say very open and allow yourself, I'd like to, you know, um, and ask specific questions. Are you a male or are you a female? And and kind of go into that and what do you look like? And just, and then stop thinking. You know, I'd like to meet a spirit guide and just kind of be very open and allow um, your mind just to be very blank. There's a difference between thinking and observing, okay? And so try not to think and just kind of allow things to come up. And you'll start to see little bitty pieces like maybe you'll see a window and somebody just walk by the window. It's very common to see that or walk, see somebody just kind of walk by. You know, you could be in a grocery store and somebody walk by, but you'll get very specific things. You may not know what the person looks like, but you'll get very um, intense things like, okay, um, I remember this white shirt and very, very, very specific details of this. And then just start writing it down. And this is how spirit guides usually uh, start to present themselves because the more you start to get certain details, they'll start to introduce themselves. And, and that's what an introduction really is very much like. Um, I, I find it very fascinating when you first meet your spirit guides that they will become very, very detailed, and there is nothing meeting your own spirit guides. Someone could tell you about their spirit guides, um, but there's nothing more intense about meeting your own spirit guides. And, and the reason I'm telling you this is because you asked about messages, and, and I feel that door right there is so opening with your third eye that, you know, your clairsentience, your feeling is so intense, but your third eye is getting ready to pop open, and I want them to be the first thing that you see. And so um, it's so close, so, so, so close, and I'm so excited for this part. Um, if there's a message right there, that is right there. It's like we're right on this other side of this door, and, and this is going to happen in the next couple of days. And I, it, it's it's very exciting for me because – um, I still remember my first time, you know, meeting my first spirit guide, and, and you're right there. So um, I think you're doing excellent work. I think you're really, you know, growing very quickly, and, you know, I'm excited for you. So um, 
and your third eye is getting ready to pop right open. Wow, I'm excited. Wow, thank you so very much. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that a couple of months. There <laughs> you go. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. And, you know, and tomorrow is the uh, full moon, and uh, there's something magical about tomorrow's full moon. So. Oh, yes, very true. <laughs> Okay, so now let's go and bring Keisha. She's now in Atlanta, so she's going to let us know how she's doing. <laughs> Keisha, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you both? Wonderful. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I'm really realizing that, you know, now that I'm in my own space that, um, you know, maybe I can attract different things, you know, um, you know, that being in my own space is a good thing. You're not settled in yet. No, 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 no. Like I'm waiting on furniture, <laughs> like a lot of the, um, a lot of the, uh, <laughs> the places are like, oh, it's going to take a month to get, you know, a living room set. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So, no, I'm definitely not set up. I'm grateful I have a bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not not settled in. But um, so, you know, um, so, like, you know, I have a lot of expenses. I'm doing, you know, putting things on credit and stuff like that. So I definitely want to attract employment or money, and I don't want to, um, I guess, get worried so I'm just trying to uh, create what I want. Okay. So, I, I, you know, I, I didn't mean to interject. You're not settling. You, because you started with, I, I'm doing great. I'm doing, you know, okay. And, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to have to call BS on that. And <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I didn't say I was doing great. I just said it. I, I, know, I learned that it's good to be in my own energy, meaning to have my own space. I didn't say I was doing good. I, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad you're there. Let me, let's just, yeah, okay, right. let's just take I'm a step back. Here, I, I'm glad hey. you're there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it's so funny. You're so cute. I love you. Um, it, it, this too shall pass. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my um, god! But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's the first step, and you recognize that, you know. Okay, you know, things are going to start picking up, and that's good. You know, I'm glad you're there, and it, it, that was the hardest part. You know, we recognize that. That's the hardest part, taking that huge leap of, leap of faith. So. You know, um, things are going to start settling in for you. That's that's wonderful. Just recognize that there is that timeline. Um, so, you know, when I when I first felt you, I was like, oh wow, you know, um, hey, there's a lot going on with you. You know, yeah. but of course yeah. there is. You know, with with every move, of course, there's so much going on. And so, you know, I also can feel your anxiety and nervousness. You know, and yeah. recognize mm-hmm. also. Um, recognize, you know, also it's yours, you know, it's your move, it's your, you know, financial concerns and everything, but also recognize that we started with, 
You know, it's also what's going on in the world. It's also retrograde. You're very, you know, energy Uh sensitive. So it's not all yours too. So, you know, you're holding two different, you know, huge containers of energy at the same time. So, you know, try and take deep, as many deep breaths as possible, you know. Yeah. So I'm not going to try and add too much to you at this at this but okay. at this reading but i i have to kind of say um you might not like what i say next okay um okay <laughs> um, uh, it keep looking for a job okay you know you're doing wonderful yeah. looking for a job but you might have to find something temporary before you find something that you really want you know, maybe start looking for something local. And that way you can, um, and what I mean by local, you know, you know, something like a coffee shop or something that is really quick and, and easy, but also that gives you the opportunity to meet people around your your new area as well while you're looking for something with a, a bigger pay. Actually, believe it or not, I have considered that, you know, because it's going to be holiday time and maybe the stores are open and, you know, uh, maybe I could do, a com- you know, some kind of <clears throat> sales job that pays a commission. But, yeah, I'm definitely checking out some temp, temp positions, even though they're not paying what I'm used to paying. You know, um, is, I still could use my skills, and then I still can, um, you know, bring in some money and meet some people. So, yeah, I have been considering yeah. some um, some temp projects. Okay, because it's it it feels like it leads you into two different things. Number one, friendship, you know, new people around you, and also, you know, it, it keeps you a little busy, so you're not stressed, you know, about things. But it also gives you a little bit of of lenience about finance, but and and it keeps you uh, until you find something that you know is what you really want. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So. You know, I, I do see I do see things happening. I do see you finding a job before the end of the year, but um, I think you want something more tangible before that. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'll definitely, you know, I'm open to taking on, you know, temp projects or short-term projects and helping it, you know, and also open to uh, receiving my permanent position. Atlanta still feels wonderful for you, okay? So, you know, just let the, for lack of better words, let the energy or the dust settle, okay? And and something that I wanted to add, Ed, is like it feels that like in this temporal position that Keisha is having, she's also um, about sharing the joy that she brings. She's such a beautiful woman that, her energy needs to be out and about and in a joyful, playful way that she has, right? I completely agree. And for some reason uh, with her, I get keep, I keep getting community, you know, and it is that, you know, it is her sharing that energy with her community and building that, that sense of, of home for her, uh, just as important. And so thank you, I, I love that. Thank you. Keeping us, yeah. Keep, thank you for keeping us on um, posted. So, now we're going to continue in North Carolina, and we're going to bring Dana. She's someone you know. Hi, Ed. Hi, Dana. <laughs> Good to How are you? you? Be on the show. I'm well. I am calling because I have a question. Um, I, as you know, 
you may remember I'm going through some life changes, as I'm sure many of us are with all the COVID stuff. And I am feeling drawn to check out this school in Costa Rica um, that is in alignment with everything I believe about children and where we're headed as a species and um, in general. And um, thinking about going for a visit and just wondered if you're picking up anything. I mean, I recently sold my house, so I can totally relate to the last to the last caller, Keisha, of, of uh, trying to just resettle and get settled um and so i'm feeling like i'm at this place of many choices and i could go down different paths and just just wondered if you might have any guidance or anything might be coming through i love this i love this i love this and thank you for calling (laughs) so you know um, in the spiritual world, uh, you know, and for me personally, I don't believe there are such things as coincidences. And so, you know, when we look at your own personal timeline, okay, um, we'll look at your own term, personal timeline and everything that has rooted you right now, your own personal roots, you know, your, your, your home, you know, you just sold your, you know, your, your work, everything, it, your roots are Re going back into your own energetic body, okay? So all of your roots are coming back up. And why are they all doing it all at the same time? So that you are able to free yourself, so that you are that free spirit right now, so that you are tangibly able to relocate or move or give yourself that freedom to float for a little bit. And, and there's and it happens all like this, all at the same time, because you are meant to go. And, and, you know, if there was just one thing that was meant to stay here, then you would still feel that drawingness to be into the North Carolina area. And if you recognize that energetically, um, you don't have that. And that's not, once again, that's not a coincidence. You know, that is a sign. And so that Can you gives explain you, that, that I don't one, have what? Uh, and if you recognize that, you don't have any roots in any part of your body and your um, energetic body anymore. Um, you're not, you know, you don't have the home energy that is rooting you in North Carolina anymore. You just sold your home. You know, your work environment, you know, you are thinking about um, adjusting that as well, you know, and so those you know, those grounding roots are adjusting. And so why are all of these coming up at the same time? You know, because you are meant to allow yourself to, you know, unground yourself from certain areas or certain, you know, environments. Do you understand that now? I do. Yeah, that that makes sense. So I'm meant to experience this sense of freedom. Exactly. And not only the sense of freedom, but it's happening all at the same time because it allows you to uproot yourself. Mm. You know, if, it, if, you, if you had one aspect of you that was still rooted, well, then, you, then, you, then it may energetically keep you here. But because right. all of the different aspects of you are uprooted, then it tells you energetically that you are 
you know, most likely to move. And I'm just telling you this kind of as a, as a, you know, as a friend and as a, a, a teacher kind of thing. But, and, you know, now psychically, um, you, you also know you are meant to work with children. That's who you are. You turn on, you keep their lights very active and stuff like that. And so I do see you working on, and more of the, um, from the mundane to the spiritual. You know, this is who you have really aligned yourself with and who, what you have really worked for. And so uh, I see you continuing down this path very strongly. And to go back would just not work for you. And I think you can already recognize that. That wouldn't resonate with you. So it moves you forward. And going into a more energetic or spiritual environment works for you. Costa Rica, absolutely. Um, mm. You know, working with nature you know, um, and I understand your, um, there's a little apprehension for you as well, but, you know, I think, um, I think you're playing it smart by going to, um, test the waters and look at it too. But I see this being absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, I can't say absolutely, um, anymore <laughs> without, you know, sounding <laughs> Okay. Crazy, well, yeah. That helps, that helps me a lot because yeah, they're, you know, you're right. I mean, you know, the job is, is there. I'm looking at making changes there. I just sold my house. My kids are grown. Um, you know, there are some things that sort of, you know, my parents were still in the area. There's some some things, but it does feel like there's a major uprooting um, physically and energetically. So, so ask yourself, and, and this is wonderful to be able to, once again, you know, go internally, but just sit down and ask yourself, okay, why is this all happening at the same time? You know, that is a sign. There's a reason for that. And so you have to ask yourself, why is that happening? You know, why all at once? Why is this so easy for you? Mm. I mean, spirit's giving this gift to you. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you for calling. That helps a lot. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, Thank it's you. funny. Sometimes when we have all the signs, we doubt, and then when we don't have all the signs, we doubt. So there's no word. It's, it's so difficult to have certainty of our choices. Well, also, you know, um, with anybody who has worked, you know, I worked a very corporate job, you know, and when we go from a corporate job with is a, a false sense of security, getting a paycheck and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then going to a very spiritual job that you work for um, a, a leap of faith is what it is. You work for spirit, and then you move to, to the more of a spiritual job. There's always a, a sense of concern because you've had that false sense of security. And, you know, um, there's always a big scare, you know, or concern. But the more you go into it, the more you realize, you know, it's almost not a choice. And you realize, you know, it's what you are meant to do. And you are just aligning with what you are, your sole purpose. And that's what it feels like for Dana. Well, again, good luck. So now let's go to New Jersey and let's bring Jessica. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Jessica. Hey. What can we do for you today? Um, so my question is regarding, um, I've been sending out letters to different uh, publications on a certain sector of like a public servants. I'll just kind of leave it vague like that. And um, 
just wondering what you're picking up about that. I haven't, uh, I don't know. I had like sort of a negative um, interaction with one of the editors yesterday and, and, and the population sort of seems a little bit defensive <laughs> um, of like, again, who I'm trying to reach. So I'm just wondering what you're picking up there. Um, I, I feel that too. Um, and I'll be honest with you, it kind of surprises me. Um, because I really like your energy and, you know, um, I, I do feel that, you know, what's interesting about you, Jessica, is, um, you have great energy, but you also, um, and please don't take anything I say personally, but you also are very strong energy and you are meant to, um, be an advocate. And sometimes advocacy is, uh, you know, can be a, uh, I'm going to rock your world and can be defensive to a lot of people. And, and I don't think that's a wrong thing because a bad thing, because you're making people think. And so when people get upset, you know, you're stirring the pot and sometimes the pot needs to be stirred, you know? And so this, um, this publication, it feels it's either a, um, article or a book publication kind of thing. And people aren't either quite ready to hear this, you know, or, you know, it feels like um, <clears throat> you're sending it to the wrong people, you know. Um, so, um, so I'm going to actually clarify a little bit. It's to do um, some writings for uh, police and like police publications. Okay. And, um it is about, you know, sort of giving, thinking, helping them think out of the box and clearing programming and things like that. And yeah, I sort of wonder like how open they are to new information. I mean, I don't know how much more they need to be abused. Um, I know it's not them necessarily, it's these editors, but I'm just, I mean, what's the way to get in there? Um, I sort of even question if I even want to work with them because it's just a very tough crowd. <laughs> so Jessica, let me, may I ask you a question? Um, are yeah. you a, intu are you an, an intuitive or an energy reader? Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, because the reason I, I can sense that as well, because I have worked with uh, FBI police as well, and um, they are a very, very tough crowd. You know, and even the ones have sought me out have, you know, um, it's like pulling teeth. I'm like, I, I didn't ask for it to, you know, I didn't ask you, you asked me kind of thing. And it was just like, you know, um, it, it is very, very difficult. Even when they ask you or even when you have dead information that was accurate, um, they will still try and debuff you, you know, even the wonderful ones that I have worked with. So I will tell you, it is a very, very tough crowd um, because they are very analytical. They, you know, they think with their minds um, and even cold cases are the hardest because you can be dead on, but you need that uh, sense of proof as well. You know, and I always joke with them, you could have nine out uh, or four out of five dentists that agree, but if you could have four out of five psychics, you're still getting nowhere. You know, um, so it, it is a very I'm tough crowd. Um, I'm looking to give them <laughs> tools. Like that's um, yeah. And, and, I mean, and so I can on? tell you, yeah, yeah, it is a very very tough crowd. 
Um, but I will tell you, I don't think you should give up on that, you know, and, but I would, um, I would recommend writing and even continuing writing and even doing a little bit of your own. Um, I would go further into more of, instead of going into the police, go into maybe a, um, uh, private investigation people, you know, and work with them, uh, um, more than, and let them, that let that be your gateway into the police department. They're a little more okay. apt to work with you. Let that be your stepping stone, and that will that will get you into the police department. But going straight into the police department, they you know they're very very um, they're very closed door. But what about these publications like writing for their magazines? Hmm. Um, you're probably still going to have the the same difficulties, but I would tell you, you know, um, there are. A lot, I would still keep writing, and I would consider writing books about this, you know, you know, even you know, compile them into almost short stories, to where you have, you know, your own, you know, short stories of, you know, um, you know I don't want to, um, what do they call? Um, um, cold cases or whatever you would call them, you know, uh, of your own files. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I seem to get like this, um, the lady wrote me back. She was like, you know, a lot of us are married to cops or we're like ex uh, police officers. Like, what does that matter? Like, it's just a very, like, they all are very protective of one another and like, they think everybody's out to attack them. Yeah. You know, unfortunately the world, you know, there's still a lot of growing and they don't take us as seriously as, you know, there's still, you know, how many times have you introduced yourself as a psychic and they're like, well, I don't believe in that, you know, and that's just part of the world. You know, there's still a lot of growth. So a lot of judgment. And, and you so know I would what try. I did? Um, I was yes. thinking on um, whenever I want to have something that in my in my world, my husband to learn or to think about, if I come across and give that information to him, he will never take it. So sometimes I just leave it in the bathroom like like a note there. And he'll read it, and then I know he reads it, and I know he grabs it. But if it's in, like what you said is perfect, it's like a way just to leave that document to where they will eventually see it is better than going directly because they they feel that um, that they have to protect themselves. So just put it out there, and eventually it will happen, right? Absolutely. You know, write it for yourself and send it in. And if they use it, they use it. If they don't, then, you know, um, what have you lost? You know, you're writing it for yourself and keep copies of it and, you know, create your own, you know, journal or, you know, um, you know, diary for yourself that you can publish. Thank you for calling. So now let's go to Los Angeles, California. This is a new caller. Her name is Jenny. Yes, hi. Good morning. Good morning, Claudia, and Ed. Thank you for taking my call. Ed, I have a question. Hi, I belong to a, hi, dear. I belong to a nonprofit, and we've discovered board members um, 
misappropriating monies and spending on themselves from the scraps that we've been able to get because they won't let me see the financials. We're estimating like between twenty five and thirty thousand. I think it's more. We have an appointment with an attorney next week that handles nonprofits. Do you have any idea approximately mm. how much money has been taken that should not have been taken? I will be honest, it does feel more. You know, um, uh, you know, um, I can't estimate more. You know, I can't, it does feel more. So when you said 25 to 30, you know, that feels all, uh, I would even say it, it feels like it probably has doubled for, from 20, 25, you know, because um, it feels drastically low. Uh, okay, you're, you're right on because um, from their words and everything, we know it's more. And uh, they've stated until the police come in here and arrest us, we're not paying anything back. So it's really awful. A bunch of senior citizens yeah. in a profit, you know? Greed is a terrible yeah, it, thing. It really is. And this, this, you know, nonprofit actually feels like it really helps. It's a, a very charitable uh, nonprofit. It feels like it's, it's, you know, there to do good. Yeah, we do. We do. But we could do a lot more if they didn't take the money. We could do a lot more for scholarships and charity. The attorney that we're going to see next week, we hope she takes our case because it is um, financial fraud. Her name, I won't give you her last name, Rosemary, an attorney in Los Angeles. Would she really be able to help us? I like her. Yeah, you know, um, attorneys are always hard for me to read because they're very cut and dry, um, but she's actually got a good heart, so I, I really like her. You know, she's going to be very direct, and and you need that in an attorney, um, yeah. but she actually feels like she can get the job done, you know, and so um, I, I really do like her, and I think she's going to work very well with you guys, you know. So try not to take what she says personally because she's very business, but, you know, um, no, I you can that. feel her being very cutthroat. You know, you want her to be cutthroat. So, um, you know, she's going to work well with you guys. Absolutely. And will the bad people on the board resign eventually? I don't think they're going to have a choice. That's part of, you know, make that part of your, you know, uh, make make sure the attorney puts that part of the, you know, um, agreement. Okay. All right. Good. Very good. Well, I'll let you go. I thank you. Maybe you'll have more um, time for another person. And bless your heart. Yeah, Jenny. You can... Yes. And this does, this does feel for... like it's going to work out in your favor, okay? Oh, good, because they're already throwing me out of the – they're trying to throw me out of the nonprofit because I keep asking for financial records, audits, and we haven't had an audit in six years. So I already got a letter yeah. that um, I've been thrown out. Well, they can't do that. Robert's rules prevail. Yeah. So far. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dear. Thank you Good so luck. much for helping sharing. Okay, dear. God bless you. Bye-bye. Wait, it's 12.55. Uh, do you have time for one more? Yeah, let's go one more, okay? Okay, so um, we have California, Long Island, or Connecticut. I'm going to let you choose, Okay. Oh, I've been choosing all day long, so. Okay, so let's go with Long Island, okay? This is Suzanne. Oh, great. I'm glad you chose me. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have two quick questions. That, um, I'm working part-time okay. for school, and there was two openings, one a leave place and one a regular for teacher assistance, and they're going to start in November. Do you see me getting that or another full-time position or staying at part-time or at another school? What do you say? Because I really need full-time. Uh, well, I will tell you, I, you know, I know you need full-time, but I hope you get this teacher's assistant, and I, it feels like you're going to because – with your energy and being a teacher's assistant, you know, you would be excellent at this. I'm just telling you. And um, if you get the teacher's assistant, I think you're going to realize that you are meant to be in a teacher's assistant. And, uh, you know, and so even though this is part-time and you are going to get something no, 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 I'm working part-time. Uh, no, I'm working part-time now as a lunch recess monitor. There's where I'm working at the elementary school, there was two openings, one to leave replacement till June for a teacher assistant, then they have another one that's, you know, forever, they're two full-time. I just applied. I don't know if they're going to interview me and then hire me for one of those positions. Those are okay, full-time. The, I'm, the, I'm working at the school now part-time. Okay. The, but the teacher's assistant is a full-time. Both are full-time. Yeah. Okay. The teacher's assistant feels like it is a good match for you. So, uh, you know, that is the one that sticks out for you. So, you know, um, it feels like that is your lead. That is the one that you are going to get. And it feels like you would be wonderful at it, too. It there's feels like you're very... There's a, leave there's a leave replacement and a regular. Which one will I get? The regular feels the one that, you know, uh, the, the lead replacement doesn't feel uh, I get... I don't, I don't, my, you know, it feels, you know, my body jumps up when something is correct, but the lead replacement is not the one. The other one feels like that's the one that you are going to get. Yeah, I think it was going to start November. I hope I just, I applied today, then I called the school and I just left a message. They didn't call me back today, maybe next week. I don't know. Okay. You know, um, give it a little bit of time, but, you know, it does feel like that's the one it's going to be. You know, I'd apply for all of them, you know, and I'm sure you have. Yeah, I applied for both. I don't know if they would hire me because I'm working part-time there and they need me as a recess monitor. I don't, I'm hoping they interview and hire me. Yeah. But, you know, um, did they just put this on? Um, no, it's, um, one was been there for a while. One, the deadline was today, and one, the deadline's November 4th, but they want to hire, like, the middle of November. Okay. So there's a little bit of time, you know, but, uh, you know, by the end of the November, it feels like you will be in a position. Okay. Oh, that would be wonderful. Can I, yeah. can I suggest something, Ed? Absolutely. Since tomorrow, since tomorrow is the, this beautiful full moon, write the name of the position that you want to send and just burn it and put it in your intentions. And, and let's see if a little magic helps. All right, can I do that today or do I have to do it tomorrow? It's about uh, it's the power of intention. Follow your intuition, yeah. but I would wait for tomorrow. But if your intuition tells you today, go ahead. I, I never say that anything has to be a rule. No, I can do it tomorrow. So just put it on a piece of paper and burn it. Exactly. Yep. And All right. while you're, Good. While you're burning it. While you're burning it, you know, like 